You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 107. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this year has been one of the most rocky starts to a year I've ever had. And it's probably because of what happened with my business partner at the end of December that I just feel like I couldn't ever get on my feet. And, you know, here we are almost three and a half weeks into January, and I am just finally coming up for air saying, okay, it's going to be okay. Now, one of the things that I do as part of my practice for the year is I try to choose a word of intention for the year. And sometimes I keep that word, sometimes I change it, but my word for 2020 is discipline. Now, Discipline has been something that I've actually always struggled with, and I don't know if if this will make sense, but I'm going to try to articulate it. Um, I am very good at sticking to things and doing things well that I'm interested in, but as far as disciplines with physical fitness, disciplines with eating, disciplines with being consistent in certain areas of my life, I've always struggled. And I used to wear it as a badge of honor to say, oh, I don't put my kids on a schedule. We just kind of go with the flow and we just have our list and we just get through our list. And I've noticed with my second baby that when I have him on a schedule and I'm able to get going on my list and I am more intentional about the day and I try to be more consistent with my day, that I've been way more productive and I've been able to accomplish things quickly and in a more precise and organized way than I was ever before. But as we talk about discipline, whether it is your word for the year or whether it's something that you want to get better on, I want to share with you six different ways that I'm trying to implement discipline into my life. Now, before I do that, I heard a story by Tony Robbins that he said that, I don't know if it's every morning or if he did a challenge for a certain amount of time, but he would start his morning with an ice cold shower. And I remember hearing that and just cringing and and shivering and saying, oh, no, 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 no. Like I would never, ever want to do that. Why would you ever want to do that? Um, And he said the reason he does it is because he wants to have his brain tell his body who's in control. And that if he listened to his body, he wouldn't get out of his warm bed. He would just stay in there. And I thought that was interesting that he used a physical um, action, like taking a cold shower to tell his body what we were going to do. And I, it really hit me because I, I feel like that's the reason I don't do a lot of the physical disciplines in my life because they're hard and they're uncomfortable. And I think by definition, discipline means doing the thing that isn't comfortable for the betterment of yourself. And we live in a day and age where most of us don't have to be very disciplined and we can still live successful lives and we can still have a lot of the comforts that we want. Um, But how interesting that when you have self-discipline, you push yourself harder and further than you probably would have otherwise. So I love the quote, if it's up to me, it's up to me by William Johnson. Because no matter where you are in your life or what your goals are, there's the one great law that you need to obey in order to be successful. And it's that no one else can climb the ladder of success for you. If you want to be healthy, if you want more money, if you want happiness, if you want success, you have to take the steps to get it. 
you know, from the day that you either get married or move out of your parents' house or you start on your own life, you're responsible for your choices and you're responsible for the things that happen to you. So you have total control of choosing where you work and who you want to be and the type of people you want to surround yourself with, who you live with, who you marry, who you date, how much exercise you get in every day, what kind of foods you put in your mouth, you know? And it's interesting because I I always think back to the days that I was my fittest when I was boxing every day. And my coach would say, you know, I can't do the push-ups for you. Like, it doesn't matter um, how good of a coach I am. If you're not willing to do the work and put in the work, you won't get the results. And I think a lot of things in life are like that, right? So you have to be the one that chooses how to spend your time and chooses the decisions that you're going to make. And if you're going to be consistent and that truly will make or break your life. And I've said this before, I, I feel kind of silly, but I remember growing up and always being a little thicker, a little heavier and looking at people who were skinnier or more fit and especially people who are more fit, you know, very muscular, healthy toned bodies and saying, Oh, they're so lucky. And then going through a weight loss journey of my own, realizing, wow, like there is no luck involved. This is all about hard work and discipline and making choices. And that is why they look like this. That is why they have, you know, toned muscular bodies. They are choosing to delay the pleasure of cookies and cupcakes and donuts, right? And putting in the work at the gym and putting in healthy foods to fuel their body. So truly, if you want a better life, you just need to make better choices and you can't blame other people for the lack of results or happiness in your life. It doesn't really change anything by blaming others. You can only change your life by the choices that you make and then taking responsibility for everything in your life. And there are so many times where I want it to be fair. I really like when things are fair. And the truth is life is just not fair. And so even if it's not in your direct control, you can always choose how you respond to something. This is a huge point that a lot of um, my mentors talk about, my therapists talk about, even Dr. Laura, who I really respect and admire, talks about as well. And it's important to recognize that obstacles are a part of the journey. Nothing in life that's worth having comes easy. You have to make those sacrifices in the form of effort or time or hard work or pain If you want to succeed, you truly have to delay pleasure right now for the thing that you want more later. And there's so many setbacks. And I feel like in my own life, there are times where I want something really bad and I feel like I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And then all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, huh, still don't feel good in my swimsuit this year. And you realize like I obviously wasn't willing to do what it took to, you know what I mean? Like to have the thing that I thought I wanted the most. I obviously wanted cookies and overeating and whatever before I really wanted my goal of looking or feeling a certain way in a swimsuit based on my results. And it's interesting because I think right now in this moment, I'm, I'm realizing that a lot of my body dysmorphia and a lot of my lack of discipline when it came to physical and eating habits is just that, right? It's like something that I could control. And so I would just choose to control it by saying, I'm going to eat this because that's going to make me feel good right now in the moment, instead of recognizing that I can have the same amount of control saying no to the cookies and the donuts and saying, 
I'm going to delay the pleasure of eating that. And I think that's where the true confidence comes from of recognizing that you have discipline. And I don't think it's denying yourself pleasure forever. I think it's just being in control of your body because there were points of my life, you guys, where I had no control. If something yummy was placed in front of me, I felt helpless. Like I couldn't not partake of it. I couldn't not eat it. And so it's been interesting because my my word of the year is discipline. And as I've been going through this month, I will see what's presented in front of me, whether I'm at a restaurant or I'm at a friend's house. And even last night, for example, I had a movie night and I had already maxed out what I was going to eat for the day. And I made that choice. And as we got together with some friends and the coffee cake came out and the candy came out and popcorn and all of these yummy treats, I chose not to eat anything. And there was a part of me that did feel awkward. And I felt like, oh no, people are going to notice I'm not eating. And I just drank my water bottle and we watched the movie and it was fine and no pressure (laughs) and nobody said anything. Right. And I thought it was interesting because I, I might've put that pressure on myself unnecessarily, but during the hard moments of everybody passing out and sharing candy and popcorn and treats, I just kept saying to myself, I have discipline. I have discipline. And it worked. And I ended up feeling really good about that choice. And I think, again, part of feeling good about your body is knowing that you're in control of it and that you tell it what to do and your body listens to your brain. Kind of like Tony Robbins was mentioning. Okay, sorry. That was like a random tangent that I just worked through. So hopefully that helps you process something about discipline in your own life. But back to obstacles being a part of success is, you know, a lot of times people give up right before they're about to achieve success. And I think it's important to note that it's not like we're going through life and we have zero discipline and we're just running amok and it's Lord of the flies. And, you know, I don't think it's like that. I think we start off on things and we live in a world where we we want instant gratification. We want instant, instant success and we want it to be quick. And we feel like if we put in the time or put in the work, that that should be enough and our offering should be enough. And I can't tell you how many students I have that they will build um, their event planning business or they'll build a portfolio or, or they'll go to a trade show and they do all the work to prep for it. And then they don't want to do the work once they get there or they feel like it should be easy. And I'm telling you from personal experience, it doesn't get easier. It continues to be hard and you have to continue to build relationships and put yourself out there. And what happens is they are getting so close and then right before they're about to be amazing or have that deal go through or have that transformation, they give up. And it reminds me of when you plant a seed, you know, you put a seed into the ground, you water it, And it takes a few days for the seed to even sprout. And there are a lot of times where we're looking at the dirt, looking at the dirt and saying, nothing's happening. When Have you ever dug up a seed in the middle of its growth because nothing was happening? And then all of a sudden you see how it was just about to poke out of the dirt and then you killed it. I can't even tell you how many times we've seen that um, doing little plants with my daughter. And... It's the same in your life. The only way to grow as a person is by facing the biggest challenges despite seeing the results right away. You just have to keep going through the motions and remember that if it was easy, everybody would do it. 
Success is supposed to be hard because that's what makes it so special. And I think that's what makes the results so worth it. And again, even back to my fitness and my weight loss um, experience and journey, I can't, I can't stop thinking about this, tying this back in and saying, you know, the proudness of yourself comes from knowing that you have the discipline. So how do we do that? You know, how do you actually make discipline a daily practice and a part of your life? And I think part of it is being aware that you're in control of your life and your destiny. And I love the long-term thinking of, you know, where am I going to be in a year from now, in five years, 10 years? And then looking at a contrast of where are you currently and what actions are you taking currently to make those goals a reality? Abraham Lincoln said the best way to predict the future is to create it. And I love the thought that who you are going to be tomorrow, five years down the road, 10 years down the road is a result of what you're putting in today and who you are working to become today. And it's so often that we want like this microwave instant change, but that's not the case. Life changes slowly over extended amounts of time with consistent daily action. So if you're not happy with like your circumstances, how much money you make, what you look like, how much you weigh, you can actually change all of those things. And if you are thinking that nothing's going to change, well, that's right. And nothing's going to change if you don't. And I, I think it's important to remember that, again, we're in control of our own destinies. And I think a good question to ask yourself is, if I already achieve my goals, how would I act differently on a daily basis? And what would I do? What kind of books would I read? How often would I work out? How would I spend my time? And I was listening to a little tiny bit of a TED Talk about mastering your habits. And one of the things that the speaker spoke about was how people who identify as a certain type of individual have different habits. Meaning, if I identify as someone who is a fit person, I do fit people things. If I identify as a successful businesswoman, I do successful businesswoman things. So for example, if I identify as somebody who makes six figures a year, I know I need to hit a bare minimum of, you know, 9,000 and change a month in my business. And so I break down, okay, how do I, how do I hit that? What kind of clients do I need to find? How many jobs do I need to do? If I'm trying to be more fit, I, I do the same thing, right? What kind of foods does a fit person eat? What kind of exercise regimens does a fit person do? And identifying as that type of a person is a huge part of the mental game. How many times do we tell ourselves, oh, I'm not very disciplined, or I'm fat and ugly, or I'm dumb, or I'm too stupid? You know, our self-talk and that mindset is so important because if you are telling yourself that you're not good enough, if you're telling yourself you're not smart enough, and you're dumb and you're fat, why on earth would you fight so hard to you know, make that not true. You're going to choose things that make that a self-fulfilling prophecy and make that true because that's what you're telling yourself. And so again, think long-term, what kind of person do I have to be today to achieve and be the type of person that I want to be proud of tomorrow? And I want to wrap this up with two thoughts. First of all, you need to have goals and you need to revisit and rewrite those goals every single day. 
to maximize this self-discipline journey, it's really important that you have the bigger picture in mind. Now, a lot of us say, okay, I want to look good in a bikini. I want to have a six pack. I want to make six figures. I want to have $50,000 in my savings account, whatever it is, whatever the goal is. It doesn't happen by just thinking of the end result that you want. You actually have to go in and break those down into individual goals. Okay. So if you want to have, you know, $50,000 saved up, how much are you going to earn? How much are you going to set aside? What does that break down to as a monthly goal? What does that break down to as a weekly goal, as a daily goal? And am I hitting that? Because if you are just saying, oh, I have this, you know, goal and it's lofty and it's big and you haven't broken it down into the bite-sized steps of how to get there, you probably won't get there. I heard this quote recently and it says, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. And I believe that this is true. You have to know why you're doing something so that you can make the how worth it because it's not going to be enjoyable all the time. You're going to have to say no to things. When you save and you're putting money away, you usually are denying yourself other things like going out with your girlfriends or going to a movie or being able to buy Starbucks on the fly or being able to buy a handbag on the fly, right? Because you're denying yourself the pleasure of having that thing now for the thing you want more later. And sometimes we tend to get caught up in the working and achieving of our goal that we forget why we even started in the first place. And so you really need to have a reason why you want to do that and put it in the forefront of everything you do so that you don't forget it. It's no wonder that people seem unexcited and bored with life. Like there's nothing that they're working for. And that's what is so fun for me when I have students come through the Party Planner Academy. It's like their souls are finally saying, oh my gosh, I have this thing that I can be excited for. And then again, they're excited and sometimes the initial excitement wears off because of the work that you have to put in. And I can tell you every single step you need to take. I can give you all of the shortcuts and all of the tools that have helped me in my business get to where I am now. But just like doing physical exercise, if you are not willing to implement them, no one is going to do it for you. So decide in advance that you're not going to give up. You need to make a commitment and say, I'm not going to break this. And I don't care how many times I have to start over or rethink my game plan. I'm going to hit this goal. And so to make sure that you stay strong in the face of adversity and in the face of challenges and in the face of denying yourself pleasure, you need to make sure that you resolve in advance that you know how you're going to react once those situations happen. So for example, I knew yesterday that I had already eaten my limit of calories and macros. And so I said, okay, I made this choice. So when all the treats come tomorrow, I, or when all the treats come tonight, rather, I'm not going to partake of them. I'm going to sit down and just have water. And it was a hard choice to make and it didn't feel very fun in the moment. But guess what? I woke up this morning and I feel good. And I'm actually really proud of that. And it was proof that I can do that and survive. And I think a lot of times as a human, we think, oh no, what are people going to think? We're afraid of judgment or we're afraid of looking awkward or stupid or dumb or whatever. And it's not about that. This is about you committing to yourself and you having a plan for what you do when things don't go according to plan, right? It's for you to say, I'm in control and I choose what I'm going to do so that you can determine how you're going to respond when you do fail and you do have those setbacks and you can bounce back even stronger and better than before. 
So I hope as you're going through your week and you're planning out all of the amazing things that you have for your business, that you're thinking about discipline in a new way and saying that discipline is actually giving me control and it's giving me freedom to know exactly what the parameters are so that I can hit the goals that I've set for myself instead of showing up every day feeling like life's not fair, everyone else has it so easy, right? And I promise you guys, as soon as you hit control, you will feel the freedom and the power, the true power that comes from knowing that you are the one that is in charge of your own destiny and your own life. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to walk into 2020 with this new resolve, and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode.